baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, it is Wednesday. Two days of work for me. Feeling good about it. <laughs> it's a good start to the new year. So I spent a little time driving, seeking something this morning. I don't want to say what I was looking for just yet, but I okay. was out on the road. And I encountered a massive traffic backup. And so I'm listening mm. to Adam and Jordana. I'm like, gosh, I wonder what's going on. It was a road crew, I think near Monticello, and they were, like, fixing the cable barrier in the middle of the road. Okay. But because Minnesotans insist on not zipper merging, <laughs> everyone, as soon as they saw the MnDOT truck with, like, the, you know, the move over to the right lane yes. arrow, people immediate, immediately got over. We had to be... At least half a mile from the merge point, and the left lane was absolutely empty. Why do you think we do that? It's it's kind of weird. Minnesotans love to get in a line. We love it. <laughs> I see this at, like, food events, like when Minnesota Monthly does a food event. Yeah. People refuse to, like, swarm around a table. We're polite. We just <laughs> get in line. We are polite. Uh and there was a, a blocker. You know, you need a blocker. Yes. And so someone was blocking a truck. It was a semi-truck. So like, all right. Wow. I guess. Just so <laughs> weird. And it was nothing. It was just, we had, it was probably a mile back up. Yeah. Just north of Rogers for a couple of guys fixing the, I mean, now you want to give them room, right? You have to close the lane. I'm not saying that, but I wish that people would. Use the available road. Do you think maybe we're not clear on how to zipper merge? Do we need, Do we all need a big lesson from no, somebody? No, I think people just reject the idea of it. Mm. <laughs> and and indeed, so I, I think people zipper merge in the wrong situation. So the right situation to zipper merge is this, where you're closing a lane, you have a merge point, and yes. zipper merge. Right. The wrong way to zipper merge is like the 394... Uh, that turns into 94, into Minneapolis and St. Paul, Yeah, where people try to come up to the front and cut in line. Yeah. That's cutting, not zipper merging. Yeah. You're being a jerk if you're doing that. In a construction zone, zipper merge. Yes. I don't know. What are you going to do? What did I do? Get in line. You should be the Minnesota Zipper Merge Commissioner (laughs) for 2024, (laughs) along with your New Year's Eve hosting party of the ball drop Somewhere in downtown Minneapolis. I think we're coming up with a lot of good, a lot of good ideas mm-hmm. here. Um, which, by the way, it's weird to just like go drive to Monticello seeking. But I found what I was looking. What? Why? What has taken you to Monticello? You know, I, Must be a surprise. We can tell you off the air. It's a bit of a surprise. Okay. Uh, job listing for what sounds like a dream job: a lighthouse keeper in British Columbia. Mm. Sounds kind of like romantic, mm-hmm. right? Sounds like a, like a Hallmark movie. 
Yes. Like you're just living life in the lighthouse. You're watching the, the orcas and the white-sided dolphins, migrating birds. Pretty cool. But for one year in British Columbia, they have been trying to hire an assistant lightkeeper. Uh, the, the pay's not great, 50000 to $65,000 Canadian. Mm-hmm. So that's, wor- uh, you know. Worse than us. Worse than us right now. Uh, you do get housing. Do you live in the lighthouse? You do. Okay. There are a few downsides. Food is dropped off once a month by helicopter. <gasps> oh. No alcohol. Oh, so this is remote. This is not like Vancouver. This is remote. Internet is spotty. <gasps> You'll have to capture rainwater and distill it for drinking. As for the toilet, the regional vice president of Canadian Transportation Employees says it's complicated. Oh, come on. <laughs> so there's no plumbing, some kind of an outhouse situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You're and di- they're, they're wondering why the they're rain- not getting anybody yeah. applying for this? Goodness gracious. They could not pay me enough for this job. <laughs> right? I, I could mean, do it for a month. For, <laughs> you have to work 10 to 12-hour shifts, seven days a week. Oh. Yeah. And is but, this, the, but the work is looking out a window. I mean, yeah. That is the work. Right. Is this a one-person setup? Like you couldn't move your family into the lighthouse for a month if you wanted to try this job? Um, I believe you – I don't know that there's enough room to bring a family, but I think you could bring a partner. Okay. That would be romantic for about a month. For about a month. Sure. Yeah. I would do it. Now, one of the one of the lighthouse keepers uh, used all of that time to write and publish five books. That's cool. <laughs> and she retired with thirteen years of savings because what are you spending money? Oh on? my gosh! You know something's got to be. Um, there would be a, a big difficulty in not having any contact with the outside world or people, mm. and just being holed up in a lighthouse in a remote part of British Columbia. That's just not healthy for yeah. your mind. I don't know. Do we know anyone who might like a circumstance like that? Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I was out when the toilet became complicated. Yeah. That yeah. was that's but you know, if it was fully functioning indoor plumbing and not spotty internet, I, I absolutely sounding pretty well, good. I mean British Columbia is beautiful to begin with. Yeah. Right? Even in the remotest parts. Yeah. And I have zero problem. Just being by myself for long stretches for a of time. long, long yeah, time no, like that. No problem. Mm, at all. Okay. No problem. I can shoot. You know, I'll shoot Jason an email once a year <laughs> or something like that. You know, it'd be fine. January. Have you heard of this? No. So first month of year, people new New Year, new me, right? Right. Some people are uh, coming up with resolutions for. Redoing their finances. Mm-hmm. Finance is the number one resolution. Money stuff. Sure. Number two is fitness. Over the past six years, there is a new initiative called January, <laughs> an initiative challenging women to put down their razors for the <laughs> For the legs and the pits? <laughs> That's right. Oh, I love it. The campaign has uh, an Instagram account. Of course. 40,000 followers. <laughs> I'm doing this. Would you do this? <laughs> yeah, I would do it. It's it, The Instagram page 
Features post, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> I am a woman and I have body hair. Full uh, hairy pits. Oh. Shaving is a choice, says another woman. Wow. Uh, I shaved today. I mean, just, you know, around. Yeah, I, I, can I see cleaned that. up. Uh-huh. I did a little cleaning up. Uh, I was thinking about the whole shaving thing, right? Because back when I was on TV, it was sort of a, a thing I would do to annoy my boss where I would grow a vacation beard. Yes. And then post a picture online asking people if I should keep it. I remember that, yes. Because the people always wanted me to keep it. Mm-hmm. And the boss did not. Mm-hmm. The boss wants consistency. Right. Because who cares? If I ever become a TV news director, I can guarantee you that I will give zero cares about whether or not somebody has a beard one day and not the next. What about guys on TV with long hair? Are we okay with that? Well, that seems to be sort of a new thing. You see more like network Fox News uh, 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 had like a Miami correspondent with long hair. That's cool. It was cool. He looked really, he looked Miami. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, why not? I think you need to be with kind of what the trends are and what the styles are. I do think that has been one of the good changes in, in TV mm-hmm, news mm-hmm. that you have, like, they're not telling women, like, oh, you have to wear your hair this way or right. that way. Like, no, just do you. I do think sometimes, like, the the point is to focus attention on the story. Yeah. And so if you are too distracting, like, there is a line there. Yeah. But I don't know where the line is with today's generation <laughs> because if you question what they look what they're wearing or what they then that gets interpreted as like an attack on their persona. Right. Um, Did I ever tell you that when I did TV in Duluth back in college, I was a part time reporter and weather person on the weekends. Oh, I I didn't know you did the weather too. Yeah, CBS affiliate up there. And there was somebody who actually I don't think we were emailing much back then, but there was somebody who called my news director and said that. My hair was distractingly high when I was doing the weather, that my bangs were just way too high up there that they couldn't even focus on what I was talking about. And, and did the boss agree with this or it was just passed along? It was for just your it was passed along for my information. And, that you know, that was back in the day when I had a perm. I had a big perm. Yeah. Even though I have natural curly hair, I still you for still some reason went up. into the perm situation. Yeah, my bangs were way too high for this viewer. People are crazy. <laughs> yeah, like who takes the time to like? I gotta. I am calling that news director and telling them that that <laughs> Laura on TV, her bangs are way too high. I'm doing it right now. I'm going back to TV today just for a guest spot. Oh, cool! I don't know when it's going to be on, but it's for a thing I wrote for Minnesota Monthly Magazine. Yeah, what's it about? It's the top seventy-five restaurants. In, mm. in the metro. Okay. Uh, so I made a list. 75 sounds like too many restaurants. It's a lot. But as you're writing it, and then as I was, you know, I wrote it, and then you're checking it and triple checking it, and you're like, oh, I forgot about this one. And that. Mm-hmm. it's a, it's uh, for people who love going out to eat, sit down and write, start making a list of your favorite restaurants. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, it'd be, I bet it'd be hard to come up with 25. Nope. 
Yeah. You're like, oh, I, you know, I don't only want fancy pants restaurants. Yeah, so you many want, different categories. Yeah, you want the taco spot and you right. want the ramen spot and yep. the pizza joints and you want Sushi. all of those things. Mm-hmm. So then it was 50. I was like, eh, how about 75? I'll now, have to look 100 is too many, right? If well, it's 100, why not you're be like, 100 well, if you're doing 75, and, well, you know. I should have picked like a random number, like the top. If you say it's the top 72, then there people are like, oh, that was very intentional. Yes. <laughs> Those literally, there must be a real cutoff <laughs> after 72. I don't know. Pretty good. Laura, thank you. Joe Maurer, is he going to get into baseball's Hall of Fame? We'll talk about that. A college student's business idea, Minnesota college student, has gone to the big time. Dude's cashing in. Plus, the most on-time airline in North America and the on-time airport. We'll talk about it in the D-Rush Hour news headlines next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. D-Rush Hour News headlines here on January 3rd. By the way, we'll be talking to St. Paul Fire Chief. In just about 10 minutes, I was very moved by his comments about some of the first responders at this house fire saving kids, pulling them out, and giving them a fighting chance. So look forward to that conversation in just a minute. All right, let's talk about Joe Maurer. Is he going to get into baseball's Hall of Fame? Oh. Beautiful. Joe Maurer, man. The good times were so good, weren't they? Were they enough? Were they enough? First ballot Hall of Famer? Well, I don't. Very interesting article by Lavallee Neal, a column, I should say, in today's Star Tribune, talking about his ballot, where he said he will not reveal his ballot until the end. Of the column. Well, he didn't quite reveal the the ballot. Now, our guy Dan Hayes from The Athletic yeah. shared the 10 players he voted for. Joe Maurer was one of them. Mm-hmm. Lavelle said he voted for seven players and laid out sort of his reasons why he does not reveal his votes until after the actual inductees into the Hall of Fame are revealed by the Hall of Fame itself. What do you, Dan, you are our chief baseball fan. Yeah. What do you think is is the right way to do it? Well, I would t- I tell you what I didn't think before the voting began that Joe was going to get on the first ballot. I thought he was going to get a healthy you know share of votes. I didn't think he's going to get on the first ballot. But they've got like something in the neighborhood of like twenty percent of the ballots. Yep, on uh, this ballot tracker yeah, have been published publicly. Right, and he's at over eighty percent on those twenty ballots. Now that doesn't mean that when the rest the other eighty percent of the ballots come in, there's not a significant number that drags that down below the seventy five percent threshold. But, I mean, if it holds anywhere near at the pace he's at, he's going to get in, which is mildly surprising to me. Yeah, it's super interesting. There is a thing called the Hall of Fame ballot tracker. This guy, Ryan uh, Thibodeau, operates that. Um, and so it's just very, very interesting. The Hall of Fame has made it so that you know the baseball writers that voted for the Hall, for Hall of Fame uh, induction – are allowed to you know either share their bu- their share ballot it or not. publicly or not. 
I kind of like that about baseball. All of the other sports kind of keep it under wrap. It's very mysterious. I like the transparency, but I kind of like how Lavelle does it. Yes. Right? Which is to say, he wants the Hall to have their moment in I terms agree. of announcing the inductees. Yep. And then everybody that wants to share their ballot can share their ballot. Because right now, what if Joe Maurer just, like, tanks with the rest of the voters? Like, that sort of sucks, right? Or like, you if, think you're in and then you're not. Or if enough ballots are made public, then he already knows and the call isn't the call the surprise, isn't fun. you know, that it would normally be. I mean, they have a long way to go to yeah. reveal all of the ballots. But anyway, about, yeah, about a quarter have been revealed. Lavelle said he chooses to wait until January 23rd. But then at the end of the column, he did say that he voted for Joe. I think that's what he was saying there. Don't you? Yeah, I think so. I I would be very surprised if he didn't. Yeah. A college student's business idea stepped into the big time. Allie Kaplan, uh, the editor-in-chief at Twin Cities Business, writes about uh, this. What a great story. Park Pooler is a parking management app that was launched in 2019 by a University of Minnesota student. His name is Jackson Lefebvre. And so Lefebvre uh, won the Minnesota Cup, which is this uh, startup kind of competition for uh, innovations. He won the student division in 2019. He developed this app, and then he just sold it to this national parking services company in Nashville. So Park Pooler, it started as uh, Jackson saying, like, there's got to be a better way to, like, reserve a spot for a Gophers game. And so he originally was focused on, you know, how can people pre-reserve a spot for big sporting events? And then it became more of like a, a way of kind of doing this for regular parking lots. Anyway, he's 26. He's excited about earning a regular salary for the first time in his short career because the company hired him on as well. Uh, He also said he might replace his 2007 Chevy Impala or at least repair the dent from a run in with a deer. A true Minnesota entrepreneur story right there. Uh, Delta, the most online airline in North America and our airport was the most on time airport in the world. Really, really happy. For all of you, this aviation analytics platform, Sirium, announced that Delta was being honored with the Platinum Award, third year in a row for operational performance, minimal passenger disruption. I have a theory about this, and it's because Delta, in my view, makes their length of flight time so absurd that how could they not be on time? You're always like, oh, we're 20 minutes early. Yeah. Is Delta lies on their schedule, so they seem like they're on time. That's my theory. Is it based in any research or facts? It is not. <laughs> Delta was number four globally by its on-time rankings, but Delta flies a ton of flights. The top three uh, all had about 300,000 flights during the year. Delta had 1.6 million, 85%. Delta flights were at the airport within 15 minutes of the scheduled arrival time. That's the D-Rush Hour news headlines here on CCO. In minutes, the St. Paul Fire Chief talking about, really, his heroes. Heroes in the St. Paul Fire Department who gave a number of young people, a number of children, a fighting chance after an early morning house fire. We'll talk to Chief Butch Inks next on CCO. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 